BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Take Off with John Clark. And you watch the NBA Finals. You saw the city of Denver get their first NBA championship. The Nuggets won the NBA Finals. And this is pretty cool. Our special guest is Colin Gillespie. You know him well. And this is like a three-peat here for Colin. He is an NBA champion now, national champion with Villanova, and won a state title with Archbishop Wood. I mean, Colin, this is pretty unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely something that uh, I wouldn't have dreamed of um, that I never could have pictured, but um, definitely a surreal feeling, definitely extremely grateful and blessed to just be a part of it. Now, how fun was last night celebrating an NBA championship? Uh, It was a lot of fun. Uh, It was just cool to kind of see uh, the whole season, like as a journey, it come to an end and uh, just to go out on top, it was really cool. Um, especially being my first year was uh, definitely a surreal feeling and definitely special. So give us an idea for those of us that'll never celebrate an NBA championship. What time did you actually lay down and go to bed last night? Uh, I think it was like 4.30 or 5 in the morning. Um, yeah, it was it was good because it was 6.30 here when the game started, so it ended a little bit earlier here. It was probably close to midnight back home on the East Coast, but um it was good that it was earlier here because then we got to we were in the locker room for a long time just kind of celebrating and um hanging out together so we were in there for a while um and then we just kind of went our went and did our own thing as a team and uh, it was really cool it was just a fun experience so give me an idea when you win a state title then you win a national championship with villanova i believe this is the first time you're uh, legally of age to celebrate uh yeah I am this time. I was a freshman when I was uh, in college, so I couldn't really – we didn't do that that much anyway. We were up late, but we didn't do a lot. But, yeah, this is the first time I'm actually allowed to legally celebrate. Um, But it was fun. I mean, we just – obviously, they do it a little different in the NBA. You have – you walk in, and there's champagne everywhere. and uh, They got cigars out. So it was really cool. And you see it on TV all the time. And – you never know if you'll be in that situation or in that uh, experience. And it was just really cool uh, to kind of be a part of it and just be able to kind of go through it with those guys. It was really fun. Now, in the locker room, I saw Michael Malone there. He was giving the speech to the team. You know where that camera is so you can kind of get behind him and get, get into the <laughs> shot there? No, I mean, I know where the camera is. Um, but I think at that point afterwards, nobody – there was everybody was in there. Media was in there, uh, players, coaches, anybody on the staff was in there. So I was just in the crowd. Well, I saw you. I mean, you were you were right behind Michael Malone for his good speech there. So that's good on you. I was just in the crowd and uh, trying to just enjoy the moment. But it was really fun. What kind of champagne did they have for you? 
I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. So did you get the goggles? Goggles, the whole nine. The, everything that you see on TV was all in there, and it was like – it didn't even look like our locker room when we walked in. So um, it was really it was really funny kind of just be a part of it. Um, but it was, it was cool. It was a surreal experience, man. So I was in there uh, with the Phillies when they clinched the NLCS to go to the World Series. And I just remember after about an hour, it's almost like a river of beer and champagne on that nice locker room floor. Was that what it was like last night? Yeah, my feet were soaked. I didn't have shoes on. So I was just, at that point, I was just walking around socks and threw my socks away as I left the arena. But yeah, it got pretty gross in there pretty fast and they were just spraying champagne for a couple hours. It was kind of crazy. Give me an idea of how special this is for you because of what you've gone through. Serious injuries each of the last couple years. You're able to come back and play that extra year at Villanova. Uh, and now you suffered a serious injury after joining the Nuggets, but you're an NBA champion and you're with the team for the whole ride. I mean, how special is that to be together with all of them? Yeah, I mean, it's really special. Um, extremely grateful and blessed. I think it speaks volumes to the type of people that we have in the organization because um, I wasn't with the Nuggets or I wasn't working out with the Nuggets when I got hurt. Um, and I know a lot of two ways that have gotten hurt and, uh, they've kind of released them and they might bring them back when they're, when they're healthy again, but they stuck with me. Uh, they helped me rehab and, and get back uh, to a hundred percent. And uh, I'm extremely grateful and blessed that uh, to be a part of an organization that is like that, that has people like that around. So um, yeah, it was definitely really special for me um, because they did that for me and they didn't have to. So really grateful. And, and help me if I'm wrong, but I mean, you didn't have to be on the bench or along for the for the whole playoff ride with them, right? I mean, how did they decide that you would be a part of that? Uh, well, for two ways, you're not active um, in the playoffs. Um, so I want me and our other two way we weren't active, uh, but we traveled for basically the whole playoffs, um, and we had been there for most. I had been there all year because I was just rehabbing with the team and. Um, doing all my lifts and stuff like that. So I was there the whole year. Um, and then our other two-way, he was back and forth from Grand Rapids and Denver, played in a handful of games and practiced with us a bunch. So uh, I think it's just how the organization is and how they how they run things, how they like to do things there. Um, they, they stick to their guys and um, they're very loyal. So uh, they had us there all year and they kept us around during the playoffs and uh, had us travel everywhere and we were always with the team. So really grateful and blessed to be a part of it. And, and you obviously, like you said, I mean, you got hurt back here on the East coast and then uh, you showed them a lot, apparently when you were out there with them in the summer um, for them to have you come back. And then I heard there was a moment where you were cleared to practice or were able to practice. And, and I guess you got a standing ovation. I mean, what was that reception like from the team and how did that make you feel? Yeah. I mean, I don't normally like that stuff. I don't like when the attention's on me and uh, I kind of just wanted to jump into practice and nobody noticed and kind of just go through it um, because I hadn't done anything in a while. But um, yeah, they uh, I jumped into one of the defensive drills and everybody started clapping. I was just like, I don't 
I don't want the attention right now. I just want to get through practice. And uh, It had been a while since I had done anything. So I think they were just really happy for me. They saw me every day kind of go through what I had to go through in terms of rehab and all the things I had to do in terms of that. So um, I think they were just happy to kind of see me on the floor again and uh, be able to go through a normal practice, uh, which was really good for me mentally, physically. Um, and I think they were just happy to see that. You've battled through a lot, man. I mean, you, you tore a ligament in your knee at Villanova. You missed out on that run that year. You're able to come back. but And then when you have a bad leg fracture, broken leg last summer, how do you get through those darkest days when it's lonely and you're rehabbing and it's arduous? I mean, how do you get through that and stay mentally strong? Uh, it was hard. This was probably by far my worst injury um, that I've had in terms of just rehabbing and not feeling good on certain days because I still had a little fracture in my leg uh, for a while um, and kind of just having to grind through that. But I mean, this is what this is always what I wanted to do. This is what I dreamt about doing since I was I don't even know how old. Um, and I was not I'm not going to let anything kind of stop me from getting getting there and doing what I want to do. So uh, it's part of my journey, part of my story, but I got to go through it to get where I want to be and do what I want to do. So that's the motivating factor. Um, and then obviously I had great teammates, uh, great support staff and my family in the Nuggets organization, uh, coaches, training staff, strength and conditioning coaches that have helped me uh, a lot this year. Teammates who have been through similar uh, things in terms of just long-term injuries that uh, you kind of got to get through those hard days. So uh, everybody was really helpful along that journey. So Jamal Murray, having gone through what he went through with that serious injury and to see him now as an NBA champion and your teammate, have you spoken with him about how he was able to get through what he went through and how much does that inspire you with your situation? Yeah, his was really tough. I mean, that was one of the first people that I met when once I got to Denver because he was there doing some rehab uh, for his knee. And, and this was when I was healthy. We had talked about uh, kind of the stuff that you got to go through because I had come off my MCL the year before and he did his ACL uh, and was still coming back from that. So we had talked about that a bunch in just terms of like confidence and uh doing stuff that you normally would do that you don't do anymore because you might have not have that fully back in your mind yet that you can do it without any hesitation. So we had talked about it a lot before I even got hurt. And then once I came back, um, it was kind of the same stuff. Like it's going to be hard. Uh, it's going to be long and you kind of just got to go through it. But yeah, me and Jamal have definitely talked a lot just about, the whole injury process. He was out for almost a year and a half, 560 some days or something like that. I think it was. So he knows a lot about it and uh, definitely to see how he's come back. He's come back better, stronger, um, faster. And to see the way that he moves out there is definitely uh, something that motivates me. Once uh, makes me want to get back stronger and faster and be a better player because of it. So he's definitely been really big and influential in just my recovery process, my journey, for sure. Speaking of influences, with you being in your situation, undrafted, going to Denver, getting a shot, uh, and then being a part of the team, what do you go back to 
that Jay Wright taught you at Villanova or the Villanova way or things that you learned at Villanova? Like, do you carry those things every single day in the NBA experience? Yeah, every day. Uh, you see it with a lot of Villanova guys. They have a lot of success in the NBA uh, because they're professional about uh, everything. Um, they get their work done and um, you find a routine and you kind of just got to stick to it. And we've had a lot of guys come from Villanova that have been really successful in the NBA. And I think that's part of it uh, because you come from Villanova and you're mature coming out of school. You've gone to school for four or five years, so you know what it takes to win. And I think that's just something that I pride myself on is just being being a professional, uh, showing up to work, being early, uh, getting my work in, uh, being a good teammate, uh, just doing all the little things that I need to do uh, when I'm not playing right now to, to help the team in any way that I can. So, What's that like and, and how cool is it that you were playing – uh, the Nuggets were playing against the Heat, and Kyle Lowry's on the other side. And what was that like after the game? Uh, we'd get a chance to talk to him and and Villanova guys, you know, in an NBA championship. Yeah, Kyle's a Villanova legend, man. Uh, he was one of the guys that started it. Uh, that kind of kind of made the culture what it was. Uh, tough, hard-nosed guards, um, guard you, everything that everybody says. He was he was the guy that was kind of um, the first one of the first guys to to start it. So, and then he's had the NBA career that he's had. He had the career at Villanova that he had. And um, when you look at a guy coming from Villanova, you look at Kyle. He set the standard for everybody else to follow. Um, and I have a ton of respect for him in terms of what he's done and and who he, who he is as a man and how he carries himself. Uh, like like I said earlier about the Villanova guys, he is the standard. And um, you look up to guys like that and how he is as a father, off the court, on the court, uh, how he competes. Um, so definitely look up to Kyle a lot. And just um, I saw him after the game really fast. He came over and dapped everybody up. And I just was like, I'm happy for you. Um and obviously it was a tough loss, but uh, just the way that he competes and, and me to be able to see it, him competing at the highest level, um, it's motivation for me to want to be able to do that. So, yeah, I just I saw him really fast and um, he didn't we didn't really speak throughout the whole series. Uh, but I kind of figured that was going to happen because this way how, how he is uh, as a competitor, the way he competes. Um, but I saw him for a, a second afterwards and. Uh, just dapped him up, but yeah. Nice. Did you get a nice call or text from Jay? Yeah, Coach Wright texted me. I had so many messages I had to respond to this morning, uh, but I, I talked to Coach Wright uh, this morning. I responded to him. How special is that coming from Villanova and the program and what Jay taught all of you and and to be a part of a championship team after you leave Villanova and you had that championship experience there as well? Yeah, I mean, it's special. Uh, you learn a lot from being at Villanova, what it takes to win. Um, and you just try to carry that over until un, to now and the professional level. And um, it takes a special group to win like this. And uh, our group was really special here in Denver. And a lot of credit to those guys who were on the floor playing. Uh, we had great veteran leadership all year guys who have been in the league for 15, 16 years. So uh, we had a really good group, a lot of guys that bought in and um, 
Yeah, we had a really special group. Is there any similarities uh, with the Nuggets and this championship team to the kind of the Villanova team that you saw win the national championship when, that you uh, were on? I don't think on the court similarities-wise, just the way we approached every day I think was similar, uh, just the eagerness to get better. Uh, so I think some some of the off-court qualities and – I don't think we did a lot of the same things on the court, but um, and it's also very different from college. You got to win four games, and you got to win four or five series, seven game series. Which in college you got to win one game, but so it's a little bit different. But uh, it was definitely cool to be a part of both and kind of compare the both of them. Christian, the other rookie who played for Kansas, they won last year. We we kind of talked about it sometimes uh, how different it is the NCAA tournament from, from the NBA playoffs. So it was just a really cool experience and, and uh, very fun to be a part of. For you to be a state champion in high school and then win a national championship at Villanova and be a part of an NBA championship, is there something you can tell all of us? Like there's what's the key ingredient? What is the identifying factor or factors of what it takes to be a championship team? Uh, I mean, it takes a lot. It takes everybody. Uh, everybody's going to play a role at some point throughout a year. Um, being selfless, uh, being a good teammate, trusting your teammates, um, and kind of just pulling a bunch of different guys and, and coming together as one, uh, knowing that there's a common goal uh, that you want to accomplish and kind of leaving your ego at the door. And at this level, everybody's talented. Everybody's super talented. Everybody has their own They've had their own journey. They've done different things. They've won at different levels. Um, and it takes a special group to kind of come together and uh, be able to join for one common goal and uh, put your ego aside, leave your ego at the door and just be selfless about it and want to just win a championship. And I think a lot of guys sacrificed a lot this year and um, they did it to win a championship. So you've kind of got some bragging rights now, right out of uh, the, your entire Villanova group. I believe Dante DiVincenzo, he's got a ring, right? But, um, yeah. you know, like Mikhail Bridges, uh, Jalen Brunson, Josh Hart, these are guys that are uh, trying to get a ring. You're going to have one. Yeah, I'm not going to brag about it, though. I want to I want to be playing in one and, and win one when I'm playing. And then if I do that and they don't have one, then maybe. But those are, those are the OGs. They set the standard and – those are the guys that the younger guys at Villanova look up to. And I mean, we play when you're at Villanova, you play for the guys that came before you. So um, they set the standard, they led the way and they paved the way for the guys who are now going to play in the NBA. And uh, they kind of set the standard for us to get a chance, get an opportunity in the NBA. So I don't think I'll hold it over. <laughs> how, how about, just the fraternity of Villanova players in the NBA right now and the success. I mean, Mikhail Bridges, a lot of guys are saying, hey, I didn't even know he could play that well. You know, he's got a ceiling way up here and didn't know. And then you see what Jalen Brunson's doing. Uh, I mean, just how incredible is it the way everybody is is performing in the NBA now from Villanova? I mean, it doesn't shock me. Uh, I saw it firsthand when I was a freshman. Uh we had Jalen, Mikhail, Dante all in the league. Omari, Eric were in the league for a little bit. Um, Phil, 
is in he was in the league for a little bit. Now he's overseas. So we had we had a lot of guys on that freshman team, and then talking about guys before that, Josh, who was a killer, Kyle, who would always come back. We had a ton of guys. So Jeremiah, Sadiq, guys that I played with. So we have a lot of guys that arch. You just keep going. So, you know, uh, growing up in the Philly area, uh, you had the uh, Eagles win the Super Bowl 2018. You had the uh, Phillies win 2008. Uh, have you been to a championship parade in Philly? I was at the Phillies one in 08. I don't remember it that much, though. I think I was I was like nine years old, maybe. I think I was at the Phillies. I was at the Phillies one in 08, but I don't remember a lot from that. I don't think I was at the Eagles one because we were still playing at for Nova, and then I was at the Nova parade. But I've only been to the Phillies one in 08. So what's this going to be like to be a part of a championship parade in Denver on Thursday? Uh, it's going to be really exciting. They haven't. This is the first time the Nuggets have won, um, so I think people are going to be super excited. Uh, the city will be packed, um, and they deserve it. I mean, they've been waiting for this championship for a while, so I think everybody is really excited, and um, they're going to have a great time on Thursday. That's awesome. You're going to be a part of it. Before I let you go, it's a very fascinating thing that uh, uh, Nikola Jokic won the MVP the last two years, and – Joel Embiid from Philly, of course, won the MVP this year. And I saw Jamal Murray last night kind of bring it up. Uh, do you think it was a motivating factor for Nikola Jokic that that Joel won the MVP this year? No, not at all. I don't think so at all. Nikola doesn't care about his own accolades. He just wants to win, cares about his family, his horses, and that's really about it. And I don't think – he cares about his own successes or the accolades that he has. I think he's just happy to be a part of a, a good organization, just wanted to win a championship. And I don't know. I mean, everybody talks about it and I think it's blown out of proportion, but I don't think it affected Nicola at all. I think he was just focused on winning, um, especially with the group that we had. Everybody was healthy the last two years. Jamal has been out. Mike's been in and out and I think KCP just came here this year. Bruce just came here this year. So we had a they had a complete group this year. So I think that was his main focus, just to win, stay healthy towards the end of the year. What's the most impressive thing to you about Nikola Jokic and, and the way he plays and what he's done? Uh yeah, I mean everything. He does everything. If you want to, if you're gonna play him one on one, hope score fifty points. He could have twenty assists in a game, he could have 25 rebounds in a game and I've literally seen it all happen this year. So uh, he's very special um, and you don't really notice until you watch. And I think that's what a lot of people kind of don't get to see because Denver is not on television as much, um, especially on the East coast. People are asleep by 10, 11 when we start playing. So you don't get to see him as much, but if you really sit down and watch him play every night, you'll see how special he is and how he can affect the game and just dominate a game in whatever way he wants to, whether it's rebounding, scoring, passing. Um, he'll literally shoot four shots and you'll win by 25 and he won't care. So 
I think it's just really cool to see a superstar like that be so selfless and not care about his own stats or um, his own accolades, success. He just wants to see other guys happy and succeed, and he wants to win. Did you get to jump in the pool with him? No, I was not going in that pool. <laughs> I was not going in that pool. <laughs> yeah, and he seems like a fun-loving guy. Like you could see his sense of humor. Uh, sense of humor come out. Is he? Does he have a lot of fun with you guys? Yeah, he's definitely. He's always cracking jokes, um, and he just likes to have a good time. Obviously, he's about his work. He's about his business, and then um, he's funny though, man. He's one of the best teammates I've ever had for sure. We have a lot of great guys in that locker room, and uh, he's one of them. Well, I'll tell you, man, this is a wild ride for you. It's so impressive. State championship, then you got the national championship, NBA champion. But I really liked what you said where you said, um, I want to win one when I'm playing on the floor with the team. That's really cool yeah. that you said that. Yeah, definitely. That's that's my goal. Uh, I want to be a part of it next year on the floor playing uh, and helping those guys while I'm on the floor. Well, it's been great to watch you. You earned your spot, and uh, you know it was a rough time going through the injuries. But do you think that's made you stronger mentally, and and kind of you know what you value now, and 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 being able to be healthy and and get back out there on the court? Yeah, it always does. When you when you go through adversity, it makes you stronger, makes you mentally tough, uh, physically tough. So uh, it definitely made me mentally stronger, maybe hungrier, more humble, and. Uh, just excited to get back out there and start playing again. Well, congrats. And and we really appreciate the time. I know uh, you're probably recovering from last night, so we appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it, of course. Yeah, And, uh, and I tell you, everybody that's going to watch us in Philly, we, they're hoping for a championship again in this city at some point. So, uh, and I'm sure you are too. Hopefully not in the NBA. If it's, if it's <laughs> the Eagles, I'm with it. The yeah. NBA, Sixers can't have it, but Phillies, Eagles, anybody else? I'm with it. Who do you think's got the best shot? Uh, I mean, the Phillies are looking awesome right now, but I think they'll turn it around. I think the Eagles will be very good again. Um, I think the Eagles probably have the best shot, but it's, I mean, it's different every year, man. Like you can't call it going into a season with injuries and the way everything happens throughout a season, trades, stuff like that. Uh, it really just comes down to, who's playing the best at the end of the year. and uh, I think that's any season, any sport. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, enjoy the parade on Thursday, and we hopefully see you at a, a parade in Philly at some point. Not not for the Sixers, but for the Eagles or the Phillies or Flyers. So. <laughs> hopefully. Awesome, man. Thanks so much for the time, and, and congrats, and uh, best wishes to you. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Oh, I'm so flagrant.